You are listening to The Social Hotelier Show, a podcast that inspires hoteliers to create meaningful and memorable experiences for their customers in pursuit of their passion. We share our views and experiences relating to hospitality, technological trends, and also relating to humanity. Here is your host, Sam Eric Rutman. We have some incredible guest speakers lined up for you, including Ted Rubin, a leading social media strategist, author of Return on Relationships. It's a fantastic book about how to not to focus on return in investment when you're doing business, but you should more focus on return on relationships because that's how the business is growing. And you, in fact, at the end, it will be worth your while, your investment. But also a very important guest for me is Robin Woodhead. She's a dear friend and she's the first South African woman who has visited both the South Pole and the North Pole, and she is the co-founder of White Desert Antarctica, a luxury polar safari camp. And another very important guest for me is the influencer, founder of an influencer agency, uh, and she is talking about what to look out for when you hire an influencer for your campaign. Considering the situation with in today's world where you can buy a lot of followers uh, with bots and so on, you can actually fake that you have millions of followers and then when you sell your services as an influencer to a campaign, the owner of that campaign might have a rude awakening it turns out that it wasn't what it was dreamt of. But now let's move on to today's episode. I'm very happy to invite uh, Tamina Wirt. She's the chief executive officer and the founder of AI Volution Pro. Welcome, Tamina. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Well, I realized when, when we had the earlier discovery call that we have actually a lot of things in common in the sense that uh, we both have started our careers in, in hotels and in, in food and beverage. You were a waitress and I was a waiter. And But now, fast forward, you uh, actually advanced to something I never had a chance to do is to, to do social media marketing and also uh, coding. And then you have sort of skyrocketed and escalated your career to uh, artificial intelligence, which is a very, we are living in very interesting times. So could you share about your uh, professional journey and then how you ended up now as an owner of a very interesting uh, company? Yeah, of course. Um, it was a very interesting 14 years uh, in total. I started 14 years ago in the hospitality industry as a waitress besides school and after that I worked in several jobs um, around the globe actually in Australia, New Zealand. I did a bartender degree in Las Vegas and then started working at the reception as well and did some other assistant jobs and besides that I always worked as a freelancer in social media. Uh, web design and then started learning coding a little bit python and all these interesting things and then at the beginning of the year all this ai hype came up and i saw a big opportunity and a gap in the hospitality industry um, to pro provide value and solve some problems with that and then i merged basically all all i learned in the past 14 years to found this company that's very clever. I mean, I, I wish I would have been uh, in the same situation because I, I probably would have jumped into the, exactly the thing because uh, clearly uh, AI is your passion, hospitality is your passion. And when you 
merge these two interests together, then you have a very interesting uh, opportunity. Uh, so just to understand the the AI evolution, the company you have, what kind of services uh, do you provide? And uh, tell me a little bit about the challenges you have in cha in convincing some very traditional hoteliers uh, who maybe are not really sure whether you can do more with AI except uh, writing a small essay or a marketing pitch. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we have um, several um, offers that we provide from like low ticket to, to high ticket. Uh, one of the main things we do is automating the guest inquiry process uh, also through social media. So when someone writes you on Instagram, they don't have to wait hours or sometimes days until someone responds. You get an instant response from a human-like um, yeah, person, AI person and they then redirect you to good links on your website to packages because they always ask questions and then know the customer very well and then we also do systems in the back uh, office of the hotel to make the life of the staff easier so they can write emails easier and um, guest comments like comment on that and all these things that are very repetitive boring tasks and um, can be automated and make the stuff just uh, a little bit happier. And uh, to the hoteliers who are often very traditional, uh, most of the very traditional ones, they don't even like jump on a call with me. They are like, no, we don't need that. Um, I get that a lot actually in Germany and Switzerland. Um, we see the US is much more open, but now that I have also got some speaking and engagements in, in some events um, they they open up a little bit because I put myself out there and they see other people are talking to me so it is a little bit about um, building a reputation which I totally understand yeah I mean it's true I mean there's obviously this credibility issue and I remember from my own career uh, when I was trying to convince uh, the management of the company I work for that we actually need a website or we need to have a social be presence in social media they thought that would be why 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 we need to be in facebook i mean what's the point or or even instagram which was not really didn't have video and then when i started to talk about let's do video then it was absolutely unheard of you know we don't have any budgets for that so we have come a long way and uh, i'm very glad that uh, uh, some of the stuffy ears are now opening up to listen to to tamina about the ai but i think it's quite interesting now to see that uh, uh, because in, in the hospitality, you know, we, we talk about uh, personalization or personalizing the experience for the guest. Uh, and this is, has always been one of those um, very important part of uh, my personal existence where uh, I came from a very, the analog era and we all had our own ways of personalizing. But now we have, we didn't really know always how to collect the guest preferences, but when we come to AI, how does it actually work that uh, you can personalize a, a customer experience utilizing the power of artificial intelligence? Yeah, so definitely about it's about a little bit collecting data. It, I always think it's very interesting when I talk to people and they are so concerned about um, what, what people do with their data. But then at the other hand, they want super personalized experiences, ads and everything, but they don't want so much 
um, get that data out there. So it is a little bit of um, finding the right balance because you have to like really look that the people don't get offended that you like have too much data of them. But there are good systems that we also help hotel chains build that when a guest like books in in Berlin and they have a preference of uh, a certain type of room that it gets noted in the system and then if they go to the same chain, let's say in the US, uh, that they have this on record and they can already offer a room that fits uh, their needs already. This is like what people really like. Again, the, the problem is a little bit with how long and how much data are you allowed to store. It's not so much of a problem in the US and the rest of the world, but in Europe, uh, there's a little bit of a problem. And right now we are also working together with some lawyers to, to find out good ways to overcome this uh, the small problem but AI can definitely like store it and then um, give the information also to the employees when they come to the reception and they know they like their bottle of champagne then they maybe after a few visits then they can just like give that away for free so just yeah get them yeah. to come again yeah very good I mean uh, that has been one of my gripes about the uh, hotel brands that have several hotels and they they didn't have their act together, and because I'm, I'm always be, believe that you know you should have a like a, a single guest profile throughout all your properties, and, and now you're confirming to me actually there are companies that are in that uh, that stage that you can stay one night in Berlin, another night somewhere else, and in fact uh, the the staff is empowered with that information in front of them when the guest arrives, or in fact in the booking situation. And that's that's very good. Did it take a long time to convince companies to to do that, or is it something where it was an easy sell? It was in the beginning. It was a little bit harder to get the messaging right on my part, actually, because it was hard to tell people what I'm doing, and they didn't really understand. And if you don't catch them in the right moment, then they are they they are switched off. So in the beginning, I had to change my messaging a little bit and I tried to like step a little bit back from AI so I don't run inside and say, oh, AI, AI, because it always makes things complicated, even though it, it makes things easier. So I rather go and tell them the outcome that they will receive, for example, more direct bookings or like less quitting rate in your stuff and um, yeah, sell more the outcome than the actual process that we implement that's interesting so would you have if you look back when when you started and you're a passionate ai artificial intelligence person would you have changed if you have changed your message already early enough to be more on the uh, not talking about, about ai but, but but more providing the benefit and the solution that you may have had a earlier success in 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 the work is that fair to say yeah yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then it would have taken off earlier. But like now that we found this sweet spot, we have like just in one week, we got 15 clients um, just now before our event. So that's that's really a great, uh, great to see that the demand is there and that we just had to uh, show people differently and don't make it too complicated for them and make them like feel like it's it's an easy process. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Uh, where do you, uh, you mentioned that you are getting clients, uh, you've been developing your client base 
through direct contacts, but and you're also talking at the industry event. Uh, do you find that being on those industry events is one of the ways that you are uh, developing those relationships early on or contacts and then can nurture it to a a, a, a business that they are interested to to test out? Yes, 100%. It was all about the event that's now in October where I attend. Like now here in Cyprus, hotels were then interested in talking to me because they hear uh, United States and then they think it's um, it must be great. And also now that I'm promoted by the event, uh, which is only hotel owners and uh, managers on the event, um, they already reach out to me and ask me questions. And yeah, I will do a workshop there and I'm super excited to do that. And um yeah, I, I see how important it is to, to get out there, not just like texting people on, on LinkedIn, but really get, get yourself out there and uh, show, show people what you do in person. This is nothing AI can do. This is something I have to do and, and show them and build the trust. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what are, have been some maybe uh, typical questions that you're asked by the, uh, the person who doesn't know much, but is cautiously interested and they're not committed yet to buy into the idea. Just give, maybe you can share some examples for the, for our audience. Yeah. So a common question is um, always about numbers. So they want you to know with other hotels I worked about um, with and how much it improved their direct bookings, for example, and then um, asking in general about uh, what I do and, um, Always, they always want to jump on a call, which I totally understand. It's a product that needs a little bit of um, explanation. So they, they ask a lot about the technology, actually. I try to like go around that because they don't really need to understand the complicated stuff behind it because that's what I'm here for, to, to make it easy for them. But they are actually interested how, how it works, and I'm always surprised that they ask these technical questions about it. Yeah, that, and that's good. Yeah, I mean, it, oh, that's very interesting. I think we need to. I got somehow a call came through while we were speaking, so I will ask you the the question one more time. So, um, uh, so then I will use that in when I edit this thing. Um, I'm interested to understand uh, when you are at uh, events and you're meeting clients for the first time, uh, what are the particular questions that you are faced when they are th thinking about and cautiously thinking about uh, uh, into getting introduced to AI into their hotel system? So if you could share some, some uh, maybe top three questions that you are asked and, and how do you answer them? Yeah, so mainly they ask about uh, numbers, so what other hotels achieved with my systems and, and then they want to know exactly the numbers to like feel better about their hotel, even though every hotel is different, uh, of course, and then they really they want to know with whom I work with and uh, what I did uh, before that, that's a big thing, and then what I was super surprised about is that they ask a lot about the technology behind it, like how do we build it and do I have to code a lot for it and uh, all these technical questions. Um, it's really interesting to see that they they ask that, uh, even though I want to make their lives easier so they don't have to deal with that, they are still uh, interested. 
Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's uh, that uh, still goes on for a while. But I think with uh, the generation of uh, hoteliers who are uh, more digitally uh, orientated and they, they follow what has been going on for the last year and so they can see the benefit. And it's so so fast, this AI uh, advancing, that it's, uh, it's mind-boggling. I mean, uh, how, do you, how do you stay up to speed with the, the new announcement, the new apps, the new extensions that are being introduced. Uh, do you have time to, or do you have somebody capable who can keep you up to date and collect this for you? Yeah, so actually that's uh, something I do myself. Uh, I, I signed up to some really great newsletters with some great people in the industry and I always think when I see a new system or new announcements, how can hospitality benefit from it and I do this um, solely myself and I spend, I, I track my time that I spend with these tools because I think it's interesting for people to know that I actually work with these tools a lot and only this year I've spent over 1,500 hours with several like hundreds of AI tools, testing them, uh, looking at them and seeing how they can benefit um, other businesses. Could you share just some idea of what kind of what what are some some kind of tools now that are uh, on uh, that comes to your mind that uh, are that you've been studying and maybe not able to introduce them yet into the to the industry, but but you think this is going to be maybe part of the future? Yeah. So what I see a lot is building own apps uh, super easily. So this is something we want to do as well. So the hotel staff, for example, has then their own app and the uh, people have their own logins. And depending on what role you have, for example, you're a receptionist and you handle email inquiries and check-ins, then you would have different um, blocks where you have all the tools that help you to do your job more efficient, uh, faster, and also uh, helping with the onboarding process. If you have a question, you don't always have to run to your manager. You can just ask the tool first because almost all uh, questions that staff could answer are in there and then they can just answer, hey, I have a question, where do I find this information? And then the, the bot gives it to them and it makes the life of the manager easier and also for the staff because they are often afraid to ask the same question a third time and then they do just their job worse because they are afraid to ask again. Yeah, yeah. Very good. That's, uh, that's very interesting. Well, let, since we talk about employees, let's uh, maybe move over to the the empowering employees. Uh, we, one of the key issues in the whole industry really, really is that there's a shortage of, of staff uh, and, and people don't stay committed to the industry or the job for a very long time. They are, they are easily moving on uh, to an, another job or they're doing something differently. And unlike uh, in, 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 the, in the past, not trying to dwell on the past, but there was a time really when you had uh, somebody who had a very life life commitment to being a working in the housekeeping, for instance, or they working in the bar as a bartender or 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 the service staff. So when the guests came for the first time and they they got to know the staff, uh, there was uh, that memorable aspect of the whole experience. Why they thought, well, I'll come back again because they were so nice to me. And when they came back the second time, here we have again the friendly the the housekeeping person who said that well I'm. Hello, my name is so and so, uh, and 
I'll be looking after your stay. And they put the, the flowers and the favorite fruits of the guests at, 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 in the room and, and did all those things uh, without asking. And that was made a, a tremendous impact on. And that was how in the, one of the hotels I was operating that, that they, uh, we were so dependent on this and and the weakness of course was that that uh, uh, this was based on a gut feeling and uh, the that the staff had uh, but we didn't we didn't document it because that was the most difficult thing was to document all these that that uh, Mr and Mrs Smith like uh, papaya or something like that but i think more importantly now is that with the situation we have in in the staff shortages how do you see the ai role in this aspect of uh, enhancing the guest experience and uh, and the empowering the employees to be able to provide a memorable memorable experience what are some aspects that you see that ai can provide a solution not overtaking the the role but still uh, uh, close the gap and help to solve the situation that the guest after all has a memorable memorable stay when he stay several times yeah i think ai can help hugely with it because you can make the work environment for your stuff so much better that people don't even get that yet but you can make it so much better for your employees and if you have a great work environment for your employees they will also stay so and then you have the people who memorize the the um guests which is super important to have people who are there longer I've been working the past years before I founded my company at the reception and they noticed that there are always new people everywhere and the the waiters are different and they never see the same person. And I got this question actually several times from people who asked me, where can we go and eat where they treat their stuff nicely? Because we don't want to go to restaurants anymore or to hotels where we know the stuff is treated poorly. So the guests, they look for that, that um, you have a good work environment for your stuff. And you often they think it's about the money and they should pay more, but that's often not the problem. The problem is the value. The, the people see that they are not valued. And if you then don't get a lot of money and you're not valued or you have even a rude manager, then it's a big problem and people leave all the time. But if you have like AI systems who automate a lot of processes at the reception, at like uh, booking the tables and all this stuff, then the people don't have to do so many extra hours. Many are afraid that AI will take away jobs. No, they will just prevent from working over time, which the people don't want to do because often it's not even paid, even in Europe. I, it, and even if it's against the law, they still do it. And that's a big win-win-win um, for, for everyone, for, for the guests to see stuff is staying and see it's a great work environment. The staff who wants to stay because the job is easier than in other hotels and they don't have to do many extra hours. And for the managers who have happy staff and that, that would make their life easier as well. You see then there's a circle um, from this negative circle to a positive circle. And I think AI can hugely help with that. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. I mean, yes, money is important, salary is important, but I think is that the, the mental well-being and uh, care of the staff is super important. Uh, and that keeps people for staying because they feel that they are valued and 
and when they see that there's a tool that will make their life in one way uh, less complicated, I think that uh, is definitely the way to go. So yeah, that sounds very, very interesting. I, another thing that actually is of interest to me is that, and I've also been asked by <clears throat> the audience, is about uh, the hotels that has individual independent restaurants in the, in the premises, and somehow they don't want to be seen as a what we call a hotel restaurant, which, but to have a restaurant with its own identity. I remember you, you helped me out already about some tips of how AI can actually be of benefit for a, a restaurant. So could you just run through some of the ideas that you, you could share with, uh, with the audience about uh, for the independent restaurant, what are some kind of recommendations you would give them that they should consider when they uh, use AI for, for the restaurants? Yeah, definitely. So first of all, which has nothing so much to do with AI, I would keep uh, the social media separate. If you have the opportunity, I, w I would make it separate. I would not promote it with a hotel, but I would have like a separate uh, schedule. And then you can easily do that. It's not so much extra work. You can get a marketing plan with AI. There are great free tools like ChatGPT who can do a lot uh, of good things if you like put in the right information for that and then you can do a lot of uh, menu customization you can based on path data um, the AI can detect when it's a good time to sell a, a cocktail hour or um, they can also go through your reviews uh, online and they say okay this was what people said often so maybe you should do that more or this food sold very good in winter you, you should have that as well again there and uh, yeah just have this personalization a little bit and see when you should sell uh, which uh, food or drinks uh, more which is super interesting to see um, what AI can do uh, there. And um, it's not even um, an expensive, huge thing that just like uh, the big change can afford. Yeah, I think everyone should spend uh, a half an hour a day on ChatGPT and or if it's like five days a week. And uh, believe me, they can learn so much. I mean, I, I don't spend half an hour every day, but I spend uh, uh, half an hour uh, on three days a week, and I still learn quite a bit. And then when I learned that uh, it actually has a discussion uh, discussion element now, so you can actually talk to the chat GPT in a friendly way, like uh, Alexa and Siri, and uh, you can get a lot of information. I, I use chat GPT quite a bit. If you look at uh, any of those tools, what was the first tool you used uh, that you got excited about? Uh, for me, ChatGPT was not my first, but I had some something before before that, which I will share. But I just thought, out of personal interest, what has been the kind of tool that you are have been uh, interested in and you like to use it? Yeah. So firstly, it was a copy AI, I believe. It was a copywriting tool, like um, which I was th thinking at the time. That was about last year. That it's super cool, but. Then uh, actually ChatGPT came around and I just saw how much more personalized I can 
make all, all this stuff because then I learned about um, doing good prompts. So I actually I taught it myself. I didn't like do all this um, prompting uh, stuff. Um, I don't want to get too much into it because um, I think many people talked about it. But yeah, it actually was um, also a ChatGPT like for many people because it was the first time you could really see how helpful it is and then with uh, getting the api and seeing all these uh, tools um oh my god they are so many uh, sometimes i'm overwhelmed to name one because i i work with hundreds <laughs> yes i understand well uh, to your to no surprise i also started to use copy.ai and that's my first tool ah. uh, and uh, <clears throat> because i had this uh, i'm writing a blog and uh, i had this uh, looking at the blank piece of paper idea that how can I get started with a blog and uh, and also when I do descriptions of things um, and that was before the chat GPT came out so I started to use and I still use um, uh, copy data copy uh, dot AI uh, regularly but I, I, I start now to use chat GPT even more uh, and uh, there is a couple of youtubers who gives uh, practical tips on about prompts, and I, I, I learn from them, uh, and I test it out. Well, how does it work if I do this? And uh, yeah, so that's really the way to go. And I think they they are so advancing. And then there are so many different products that are offshoots of the the Chat GPT that uh, that uh, you 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 are compelling. And now, of course, with different systems like. Uh, um, the latest thing I'm using is Bing and Bing Chat I use mm -hmm. from a mobile device and I ask Bing lots of questions that uh, I know nothing about and uh, suddenly it's a little bit more friendlier than uh, uh, ChatGPT who is so confident that yeah. they're giving a right answer every time and then you have to be very careful that you don't try to trust 100% what yeah. it says. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think... Um, Let's look a little bit about the future. And uh, uh, I mean, uh, there has been things like uh, keyless uh, entry, and particularly during the pandemic, a lot of things were introduced, the self-check in. And some people didn't really want to meet anyone uh, from the moment they arrived to the hotel and uh, until, until they left because of the pandemic. And that, in fact, introduced a lot of these tools. But uh, from your point of view, uh, do you see this still as a future that we are going to be relying more on sort of the the services that it doesn't need a human or there is another way of looking at it that uh, well uh, the AI is in the background and the human is in the front or how do you see the uh, hotel experience uh, of the future? Yeah, so I definitely see still people in the hotels, that's for sure. But I see that a lot of everything that can be automated, everything that's technical will be eventually be run by, by AI at, at some point. And I also think that especially in uh, the checking in and checking out process, it is still important to also have the possibility to do a complete online check-in and a complete online checkout because even more the younger generation, they care more about not necessarily speaking to the receptionist. They they don't need like their advice on something. Uh, but I think um, if they do, it's it's good to have someone there, and um, especially for other people who are more open and and want that. 
um, then it is great that the front office staff has more time to really focus on the human connection because I also know from working at the reception, sometimes the people want to talk and talk and talk, but there are so many other people and then I have to answer so many other emails and I have uh, in general so many things to do. Um, that, that I cannot uh, build this connection how they would like to and uh, AI would really help help to make sure that the staff can really focus on, on the human connection and the emotional part of the hotel. Yeah. You know, what has always impressed me a lot is that when you walk into a hotel, you ride to the hotel and somebody knows you by name be before you introduce yourself. It has been so incredibly impressive for me that that they are managing. Of course, the old way was that the, the bellman was looking at the luggage and and by walkie-talkie <laughs> quickly said that the Mr. Smith is arriving. But taking the modern technology, I'm still waiting for that uh, Google Glass or uh, Apple uh, goggles or that they are kind of so friendly that you can just put the lens here and then uh, you can start see a screen in front of you. I mean, do you is that the future? Do you think this is going to happen? I think it could. I mean, I, I saw the Apple presentation with the with the glasses. I'm all about it. I would definitely get them, even though they are hugely overpriced. But yeah. I think it will not be this goggle thing. Like, I think very fast it will be like normal glasses or just like a small uh, thing, and uh, maybe everyone will be using it. I mean, uh, before the iPhone, we all thought our our normal phone uh, would be uh, normal. Now. Everyone has a smartphone, so I think uh, technology will evolve very, very fast and it will suffer, then the human connection will be less and less. But I think it's also many people want that, so not so many people in the future may want this personal connection anymore, although I think there will be people who want that still, but I think there will be more people who are happy just by themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's really a topic for a, a different episode about uh, the impact of all, all this technology that isolates people and the mental wellness impact. But uh, maybe we'll leave that uh, to another time. But yeah, I, th I think that uh, I've been reluctant to buy any of the goggles because they're so clumsy. I mean, I don't really like to wear mm. even even Apple looks so beautifully designed heavily overpriced as they always are, uh, but uh, they are quite nice, uh, I have to admit, uh, watching the presentation, I thought it would be quite nice to have that kind of uh, exp experience uh, and even use the latest iPhone, it would be filming something like I watch the movie later on and get the sort of a very quality view uh, by an experience <clears throat> or special, special experience using those goggles, but uh, yeah, so that's, uh, that's the future. Oh, now I really want to get into this, um, uh, the future jobs uh, in uh, working in the hotel that is uh, relating to the, the technology. Uh, any particular jobs that you see, uh, if uh, uh, you would talk to me being 18-year-olds and, uh, and say, hey, Sam Eric, I think you should consider this job because the AI is actually providing that opportunity and uh, there's probably not many people who's doing that. What advice would you tell me? I would tell you to learn everything about AI technology, machine learning and data science that you can. 
Um, not necessarily coding because coding will be taken over by AI as well. You, I don't think you need that in a few years from now, they will be much better than now. And then you can just offer you services because everyone will have eventually an AI specialist or I don't know how they will call it, but a few years from today, it was like a social media manager. No one wanted a social media manager. So now everyone has one. And I think it will be the same with AI. I think still like companies like mine who implement this um, solutions will still be a thing for especially big companies. And I think a smaller companies, they will just have one employee who will implement um, these strategies and keep everything up to date because it's important to have someone to keep it updated because what's cool today is maybe outdated in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I heard uh, some kind of jobs coming up like uh, a prompt master or prompt engineer or any of those kind of jobs. Yeah. So I, I thought like maybe that could be a kind of fun job to do that becoming the 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 key guy. They say, hey, Sam Eric, uh, I need a prompt for this and I will write this uh, hu huge, hugely long prompt and, and, and solve their problem in, in, in instantly. But uh, that was my dream. <laughs> I mean, it's never too late. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Tamina, I think uh, this is, uh, has been a very interesting uh, discussion with you, and I, I certainly have learned a lot during this, uh, this time we've been together. Uh, but uh, I know that there will be people who want to reach out to you. Uh, how, where can they find you for, uh, to connect with you and uh, ask you more about these things and, and perhaps ask you for, to assist them? Yeah, so my main platform is LinkedIn right now. You can just find me under my name, Tamina Wirt. It's, um, yeah, I think it's just one person with that name uh, over there. Uh, and you can also write me an email at um, hi at evolution.pro, but maybe LinkedIn is, is the best way to go um, for the first reach out. I also post a lot of uh, AI tips for hospitality there, so it's definitely worth checking out. Very good. Yeah, it's nice to see you are very active on LinkedIn, and I think that's going to be the uh, good uh, entry to to connect with you. So, well, I'd like to thank you, Tamina, for this wonderful time together, and I uh, appreciate the time you've been here, and uh, looking forward to doing another episode in the future about uh, when we are reaching the next point in, in the AI. So thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us this week on the Social Hotelier Show. Make sure to visit our website, b8bhospitality.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we appreciate rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode.